0: Hey, good morning good people. Um today I got the owners of Goshen. Uh, if you guys could step in and introduce yourself, uh, if you can go first, Nathaniel. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Nathaniel representing Goshen. We're here. It's early, but we're here.
1: Is, yeah, we are, we are. This is Sonya, Sonya Adams, and um, I wanna, uh, Say so happy Valentine's Day to my Valentine, Daniel, and happy Valentine's Day to all the listeners. Uh,
0: so if you guys could just tell me, uh, a little bit about what you do and about those Uh, well, just let me think briefly and then I'm gonna leave very quickly so you can think it from here. It's, it's a gourmet market. We the market, we the destination, and um, we're evolving. So um, currently we're in High Street, five one zero five Baltimore Avenue, and I've been building for about eighteen months, and Jesus has has blessed this mightily, and our cup runneth over. So that's my testimony.
1: Adding on, piggybacking, this uh, Daniel, it is a gourmet market. It's also um, I'm gonna say we, we created it to be a place of community. So you know we're not just there to sell um, products. Of course, as a business, you know, bottom line is sales. But we wanted to create a space for um, our friends, for our family, for um, new friends to make new friends. So it's it's a community space. You know, it's, it's rare when you go into a store. Um, or an establishment and you forge relationships, and we want to be that place where relationships are
0: forged. Yeah, that is a a good thing about, uh, you know, keeping it, keeping it close. Everybody wants to come back to a place where they feel a relationship at, or relationship with. Right.
1: Right. I was just going to say, do you remember that show? Um, With Ted dancing, I can't remember the name of the show. It was a popular show. Cheers or something. Cheers, cheers, cheers! Right. So you know it's gonna be cheers without the beer. Right,
0: where where everybody knows your name, right? Everybody knows your name. Yeah. But at the same time, it's intoxicating. (laughs) Right. It has to be intoxicating, you know. And uh, provocative Uh is the word I like to say. Um, So. Where did the name Goshen come from? So Goshen, and I've got to do this. I'm, I'm really out of here. Goshen is a biblical <laughs> reference to the, uh, the Hebrews. Um, the Hebrews settled in Goshen, which was in Egypt, the superpower of uh, of the world. And... and um, Joseph, the Patriot uh, brothers, sold him into enslavement. They betrayed him. And um, God was with him. And God um, blessed him. Blessed him to be second in command to Pharaoh himself. Blessed him to be Pharaoh's counselor in the process of time. There was a famine in the land and he was used by God to keep his brothers alive. So it's a beautiful story of forgiveness and that's the power of forgiveness. When you forgive God, Jesus Christ will bless you. He will put you in a large place. So I'm going to say amen. And all you listeners out there that got a testimony, let me hear that amen. 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 He's God alone. Amen. So, so, how, how did you guys meet since y'all both born here? How did y'all meet? Oh, that's a long story.
1: Do we have <laughs> enough time?
0: <laughs> I mean, long stories can be good stories. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, we, we really, we met in high school. We met in high school. But I didn't pay him any mind. I paid him no mind. Yeah, but she knew still. who I
0: was. She knew who I was. Yeah, so I knew who, who you were.
1: Mhm. And she knows she, who I am. Yeah, I know who you are. And uh, it was it was probably about I don't know, 17, 20 years after high school that um, that we we reunited. I was getting ready to run over him. At a gas station. Okay. He was on a motorcycle, and I was in a Volvo. And this, you know, reckless motorcycle driver, i.e. my husband, came right in front of my car as I was pulling off. And I was like, there goes Timothy. And that was the start (laughs) of the love. That was the start of the love story.
0: What was the factor? I mean, I know um, even just being married is not easy being married and having a business together. Um, what's, are there pros and cons, or how do you guys handle that?
1: Well, you know what? We, we, we've we been married 11 years. No, actually, it'll be 11 years in July. Um, So 10 years and some change. And we didn't really have a, um, uh, I'll say, a, a guide or a um a mentor um, to show us, hey, this is what's going to happen when you get married and you have a business together. I will right. say that in our in our learning, you know, kind of as we're going through it, that um, you have to create a line of demarcation between the business and the marriage, um, because if you don't, you You tend to think that, you know, what happens in the business is also happening in the marriage and, you know, the two mixed together, I think it's a bad mix. So, you gotta, you gotta say, here, here's the marriage, here's the business. And, and keep the two separate because, you know, it, as you, as you're in business and especially in a kitchen, you know, with knives and stuff like that, you know what those, those shucking tools it can be dangerous so you know you want to you want to understand that when you're in business this is just business and any words we say in business that's where it was then we got to flip to you know the marriage side and and build that so it's it is a um i'm going to say it's it's not an easy thing but it it certainly is doable and I'm and I'm happy to Build something with my husband, you know, because he was right there when things happened. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's, there's that benefit of, you know, having my husband right there in the moment when something happened at work and not having to come home and tell him about it and, and kind of have them understand it. He was right there. But then the flip side of it too is, you know, if something Something happens that wasn't so great. It could spill over into the relationship, you know, between husband and wife. So you just have to be cognizant of, you know, the two lanes. I, I would not try to mix
0: them. Um, know? I know but when I'm when I met y'all at a, a Union Market. I was like, oh, they married and they working together. Okay, <laughs> this is. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, no, that's. To me, in my opinion, it's just only because, you know, I mean, everybody's different, but me, you know, I love business and I love working at that point, but I'm just working no matter what I'm doing. I just love to work. So I like, if I could have my partner, my wife, you know, with me in that, I was like, man, that, that would be the dream, you know, we could grind together, come up together. Yeah. Yeah. But again, you know, it's not all, you know, it's not all sweet times, but.
1: I guess you, you live and you learn from everything. Yeah, I mean, you know, culturally, I think it may seem a little bit different, you know, in America to have a family working together. And I think historically families work together. But, you know, in, in the culture that we're in now, it just seems to be more, um, everybody's isolated, like one person works here. One spouse works here, another one works there and, and they you know get together on the weekend if they do. And um I I find it um inspiring too because, you know, we can demonstrate to the world that um, you know, husband and wife can work together. I mean, you remember at Union Market we would have um uh, Joseph, our our, our son literally underneath the counter in a bassinet or sometimes, you know, he'd be in a ergo or my back or on my husband's back or you know, however, and it's just like we just we're just gonna grind this out. We're gonna make it work.
0: Exactly. So well, that was it, the it, other you know, part. I was like Yeah, I was just thinking like I forgot about that part. But yeah, that was the other it's the whole family unit right here working together. Got the baby yeah. on the back or like you said, the bassinet. And y'all are just getting it in, do what you gotta do to do what you yeah. love.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, I think it's a great reminder to people to actually see family working together because I feel like um family is is um disintegrating you know, in some sense, um in society. There's all this like Lone Ranger um mentality and, and honestly we gotta work together. Um a strong family really is a strong
0: nation. No doubt. So um how did you know or how I guess how did y'all know it was time to start a business? Like did this come from a passion or how did it build up, like I guess you say the humble beginning?
1: You know, um my, my husband and I have both been um Business minded, I'll say, entrepreneurial minded. It's just like ingrained in us. I know for me personally, um, anytime I was at a job, I did well at the job, but I always knew I'm not gonna be here for long. You know, I always had this, like that that thought in my mind. There's gonna be a business. I'm gonna have a business. I'm, I'm not gonna be here as an as an employee. I'm not knocking. Any employees at all. I just knew for me, I I wanted to own a business, and so um, this business, Goshen, really is the. It's like i a. a um, I'll say it was birthed out of um, having a desire to help people with their health and well being. Uh, prior to Goshen I had a business for seven years um, that was a colonic boutique. So I I um, offered colonics and um, started to see over the over that seven years that people weren't really getting um, my my thrust behind the business, which was to help encourage, you know, your well being. I felt like people were coming to me just to kind of clean them out, you know. Right. And and I was like, I don't want to be the roto-rooter person. And so I started (laughs) making yeah, I started making um raw food because I I had met uh, a guy who created a film. He was a producer of a film called Raw for Thirty Days. And in this film, you know, people who had type two diabetes were um, given raw food for 30 days, and then after the 30 days, they didn't have the type 2 diabetes. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to learn how to make this food. So I started incorporating, um, you know, like little treats after people get a collide. I'd say, hey, why don't you try this out? And then it just kind of dawned on me, you know, people are going to eat more than they get colonic. So maybe I go in the other end. So that's when I just started, you know, teaching myself, devouring everything I could about raw food and and just learning how to make it so that you know, I could still help people in terms of their health and well-being and, and my husband um, has a great has a great um and, and offer this as you know as a business where you're making this this food you know so that's a, that came into play um and I will say that um if you look back at your life you'll find hold on one second I'm sorry
0: Mom, so,
1: we need to get new batteries for my toy gotcha this is a, this is a part of business you've gotta have. You gotta have the flexibility to have your your kids, your marriage, your you know, vision for your life, all of that works together. But back to what I was saying about how we started, I've been in this whole health and wellness um, arena for as really as long as I can remember. You know, I remember when my dad came in the house, I had to have been about twelve, maybe eleven or twelve years old. And he said, Get rid of all the pork. Get it out of here. He brought a big old Omega juicer into the house. And we would go down to uh Florida Avenue Market, which is today Union Market, and get these cases of grapefruits and oranges and all types of stuff and just juice. So you know, it's just it's just something that's been instilled instilled in me. And I know, in my husband, too, because my husband is always thinking about business. So it's, it's just a great match.
0: That's kind of funny, that roto-rooter.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? I, I said going in the, in the top end, because it's all one long tube. A lot of people don't think that we're hollow, but we really are. Some people say shallow, but we're really hollow because that gastrointestinal tract, it's like a straw. You know, it's like from the mouth to the anus, one long tube going through the middle of you.
0: Yeah. So if it is uh, Black History Month, what's the hardest thing about running a business while black? <laughs>
1: you know, I don't know any other way. That's an excellent question, but it's not like I ran a business while white. Right,
0: Um, right. Or, well, Indian or whatever, but... Right.
1: Do I find myself, like, discriminated against, that sort
0: of thing? I would say that and just, like, because I would say in the market that you're in, I don't think a lot of African Americans um, Mm -hmm. are... Well, now it's, like, kind of trending, so it's, like, easier, Mm -hmm. but... Mm-hmm. Before that, I don't. I like. I know you said you had a juicer like when you were twelve, but I don't remember like drinking or juicing or. I didn't know anything about it until I moved to DC. Wow, where are you from? Where are you from, Gardner? Uh, I'm from the Eastern Shore, the Eastern Shore of Virginia. Okay. Okay. And maybe it's just because we was poor, but or maybe, you know, mm-hmm. maybe it was just above our head. But I, I really don't remember anything about like so fresh juicing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you
1: know what um, as far as being in business while black, I will say that um this type of food, this type of um drinks and that sort of thing um I have found myself in situations where I'm the only african american um, or the only uh woman, or if there were women, there was only like maybe one or two others, and, and they were of different, um, you know, different ethnicities. But I think as, as like you said, as it's trending, it's definitely opened up more and more. Uh, more and more ethnicities are starting to see the importance of um, eating as as close to nature as possible. I even even being, you know, like the sole black or one of the few blacks, one of the few African Americans in an industry, even in that in my industry, I have not experienced um a lot of racism. And and it may be because the industry that I'm in, you know, it's about health and wellness and and it it, it would be really incongruent to be in that health and wellness And have, you know, like a whole lot of anger and, um, racism and that sort of thing. It just kind of wouldn't work, you know? Um. Yeah, that makes sense. So having, having said that, you know, when I was a, when I was a waiter, um, at Restaurant Nora, I was the only black female, you know, but I didn't, I felt welcomed. You know, I, I felt like, uh, you know, I was, there to learn, and they were willing to share. Um, I don't know if your your listeners may not know, but Restaurant Noir is the first organic restaurant in the nation. And so I felt like I was going into a whole different world. And then when um, I was introduced to raw food, that was a whole different world, and it was filled with people who didn't really come from my background. But um, entering that world, I, I felt welcomed. I did feel welcomed. There's something about food, and then food that, in its most natural state, I think that when when we're all around it and we're all consuming it, um, we're we're more together, you know, more great. together as as opposed to being you know apart.
0: That's great. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So uh I know you talked about your great experience at um, at. Nora, uh, mm-hmm. how was your
1: time at Rappahannock, or not Rappahannock, but Union Market? Oh my gosh, I—I I, I tell you, I loved Union Market. I loved, you know, working amongst all the different artisans. Um, and we met some incredible people. Among, you're among them, and um, Thank you. it was just—it was a really uh fulfilling experience. This was our first time, you know, kind of um, in the retail arena. Prior to that, we would have our own private, um, what we call Superfood Saturdays, you know, where we would share um, Saturdays with friends and family because we hadn't officially started. We hadn't officially started as a retail um, establishment until Union Market. And so we were we were kind of behind the scenes doing Superfood Saturdays and then doing um, some private chefing for a couple of NBA players. We weren't in you know in any kind of a um, limelight, if you will. But yeah. Union Market was really a phenomenal phenomenal experience because while we were doing our thing, we got to um, meet other artisans and and make new friends with. You know, new, new clients, new, um just new, uh, comrades really because when you enter Union Market, it was like a buzz. It was like a beehive. You know? Um mm-hmm. on a Saturday or a Sunday, it was just always really busy. And then in the downtimes, you know, like say on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, you got to talk to your fellow, you know, um Union Market vendors and, and just kind of share Share your knowledge, because that was new for us. That was new for us, and it was good to talk with others to see what their experience was and learn from them.
0: That was great. I loved it. Yeah, Union Market is a remarkable place. You know, it's uh, the best of all worlds. You've got a little bit of everything. Yeah. You know, it's, it's good for networking because, you know, somebody might not like oysters. But you got a burger if They don't like burgers. You got your, you know, your, uh, your goji or dessert. I right. For everybody, you know. That's right. Everybody
1: can sit down at a table and, and break bread.
0: Uh, what's mm-hmm. one of the most extravagant events or things you think you've done in your career?
1: Okay, so right. the most extravagant thing that I've done in my career was to be pregnant and work 15 hours a day and then give birth on a Monday and be thankful that the market was closed on a Monday so that my husband could be there with me. Wow. (laughs) And then, um, you know, come back to work in like two weeks. No, three weeks. Maybe it was three weeks. I don't know. You know, ready to go.
0: I'm sure all the female listeners are on here. Just dropped the phone, took the earphones out, just up and just up the phone. <laughs> and some of the male listeners. <laughs> well, you know
1: what? I'm going to make them, you know, drop the phone one more time because I was 43 when I had uh, Joseph. And I was called, uh, it's called a geriatric pregnancy. They said, this is a geriatric pregnancy. And I was like, you guys don't have a better word for this. And I'ma tell you, I showed him geriatric pregnancy because we had Joseph on a queen size bed, no epidural, no Pitocin, in three hours flat. You wow. You know? So that's a geriatric pregnancy for you.
0: And I, and I wow.
1: wanna, I will say this, that I think working, you know, constantly throughout the pregnancy, like up until the day my son was born, uh, um helped with the preg you know, help with the delivery.
0: No doubt. <laughs> no you know? Oh no. wow. There was oh. nothing
1: sedentary about my lifestyle, so that was great.
0: Right. And did you um I know uh craving so do you eat meat or, or no?
1: Now I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that's always a jaded question because it's kind of like ask, asking, you know, a pastry chef, do they just eat cupcakes? Okay, you know, I'm a raw vegan chef. I eat meat at times. But even deeper than that, in America, you know, people ask me all the time, am I vegan? And I'll say, I don't know anybody in America who is a vegan. Because Genetically modified food is not labeled in America. So if you're putting the genes of a fish into a tomato, are you still a vegan? No. Here's you know?
0: Thing.
1: I don't think there are any vegan. I mean, I'll tell anybody, no, you're not a vegan. You think you're a vegan. But no, you're not a vegan. Only because you don't know what you're eating. Now you can, right. you know, aspire to that and, you know, um eat fruits and vegetables
0: but then
1: again I'm gonna be like, Well, how do you know that's a fruit or a vegetable? Let's
0: talk a little bit about uh the Goshen menu. Uh so okay. what do you guys uh serve?
1: We're gonna do Fridays and Saturdays starting off um noon to eight and we're gonna start on the twenty third. Um we have had we've had a couple of soft you know soft openings, you know, where we had um, friends and, and family come over, you know, for juices and that sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to start off and then expand as it grows. Um,
0: right.
1: Yeah. And you asked about the menu, what we're going to serve. Yes. So we're still going to have the raw vegan fare that we had at Union Market with juices, um also but in addition to that we're going to add um a few more pieces to it because we've expanded it to to be a market. So, um you'll find soaps, you'll find candles, you'll find incense, you'll find um olive oils, um all of the I'll say like accoutrements that go along with uh a healthy lifestyle. So, it'll be a little bit expanded we we do um plan on focusing on providing work from artisans local artisans um you know whoever uh comes in the door will see that okay this soap is made by somebody in the area and they've used natural products you know that to the best of their knowledge right because that's all we can say to right, the right. best of our knowledge <laughs> But, yeah, so it's going to be more of a market. And in addition to that, um, we're going to have um, classes or seminars, have people come in. So, for example, you know, we have an artisan who specializes in skincare. So she'll come in, she'll talk a little bit about um, the importance of caring for your skin, how to do that, best practices and that sort of thing. So. The, the artisans we're we're actually gonna showcase the artisans.
0: That's very I'll be to that one. Nothing like a good patient. So um, as far as I know a new market you had that I don't even know exactly what I ate, but that was like my favorite item. It it had like the the bread with a filling and it had like cranberries or raisins in it.
1: Oh, the sunshine salad sandwich.
0: Oh my gosh, that was... And that was cherries, that was cherries. (laughs) Cherry, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yes, we're definitely gonna have that. That is a favorite amongst many.
0: Is that gonna be on a new menu?
1: Oh absolutely, absolutely. You know, when we first open up, the strategy that we're implementing is to bring back all the oldies. You know, like, let people uh, reacquaint themselves with what they remembered from Union Market and then add to it. You know what I mean? Because I'm gonna tell you, if if I had a spot that I love to go to and they were closed for a year and a half and I went back and it was all new stuff, I would be pissed. <laughs> I would. So I would be you know, so we got we have to we have to roll out the oldies.
0: Gotta roll out the, you know, the,
1: the sandbars, the things that really
0: resonated with folks. Could you talk about a couple other of your menu items? Sure. So,
1: um, I always like to start with dessert. Start with
0: dessert. Oh,
1: so right, easy enough. So, so dessert, um, we, we have, we're gonna bring back our, our old standards, which is the pumpkin surprise, uh, which is like a, like a, um, pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie, but neither sweet potato or pumpkin is used. Just carrots and cashews, you know, a little cinnamon and nutmeg. Um we're going to have our coco city, which is our our chocolate dessert. Um, we're going to have lemon coconut macaroons. Um and I'm adding a couple of things so that nobody gets mad, but I think they'll be happy. Uh but we're going to have things like um apple pops. Um We may have, as a standard, our tiramisu. That was something that we just brought out every now and again, and people would be so mad that we didn't have that regularly, but I think it's going to be a regular um, menu item. And then as far as entrees go, of course, our zucchini pasta, our sunshine salad, um, our spring rolls. um, But we're going to add a couple of things to the lineup in terms of This, this is my focus now. Like I've, I'm really gonna drive home the importance of rebuilding people's microbiomes. I know that's like a weird word, but I want to help rebuild people's guts. We've lost our guts. So everything that, that I'll be producing is really there to rebuild and the same your gut. It's going to taste great. You know, you're going to eat it anyway. You probably eat it whether you knew it was rebuilding your gut or not. But that's that's right. the place I'm coming from. I want to rebuild your gut. Um, we're we're also going to include um, things from other artisans, you know. But it would everything will be scrutinized in terms of you know, where it's coming from, where it's sourced, and, then, and that sort of thing. Because we don't want to promote health and then not, you know, be cognizant of where we're getting things from. So, yeah. But our, but our menu is going to be awesome. Awesome.
0: Great. I'm, I'm excited. And, uh,
1: yeah. I'll be,
0: excited. Say it again. I say, and I'll be looking for that invite. Say it again. I'll be looking for that invite.
1: Oh, absolutely! Absolutely, you know you're always welcome. Always welcome. Now I got a question for you. I got a question for you.
0: When you're shucking
1: oysters, have you ever found a pearl? This is how much I know
0: about oysters. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, of course, I've found. And what I kind of oysters? In, in farm-raised oysters. Farm-raised oysters. Okay. Right. So, basically, you got farm-raised oysters.
1: Awesome. That's awesome.
0: Good. How
1: often do you find a pearl? Like, out of every 100, you know, oysters that you shuck,
0: how many like pearls? I said, like I said, it all depends on the oyster, first of all. Um, but with uh, with wild oysters, depending on the area, I think, because I don't know what, what the area is, but I know when I used to shuck on the eastern shore, and we would get oysters in from, like, Connecticut and Louisiana and, you know, Texas. Sometimes every, no, I'm not going to say every few, but I would say, like, at least a couple in every bag or every sack, you could find some small pearls. You know, none were real big. Um yeah. Okay.
1: See, I learned something new. I did not eat. I didn't even know that. I didn't. Even know. That's,
0: that's what that I'm makes sense. For. Okay. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> so to dispel all the myths about oysters. Yeah. Wow. So, um, I, I'm
0: gonna ask, what, what's your, what's Goshen's end goal?
1: What's Goshen's end goal? Is that what you uh, said? Yeah. Well, our, our vision really is to expand and. In, in that expansion, we want to see Goshen in, in different ways. So it's not going to be a standardized um, Goshen in terms of how it looks. You know how you have McDonald's and all of them have the golden arches and, and all of them have, you know, like signature things? Well, and, and it wouldn't be at McDonald's without that. that. But Goshen is, a, is going to be a little bit different. We want to have literally a Goshen in every city. And, and within that city, we want it to be like that city, but have, um, have a thrust towards health and wellness. So, you know, if that city loves ping pong, let's have, let's have some ping pong inside of the ocean. You know, if that city loves oysters, you know, maybe we'll have some pearls hanging around. I don't know. But it's just gonna have, it's just gonna bring out the best in that city, just like we want to bring out the best in each person.
0: Right. I don't know if you remember, but uh when, when you guys were in Union Market, I was talking mm-hmm. to Nathaniel, and I told him, I said, we should have, we should come together as Ocean, and uh, we should come together as Ocean Ocean.
1: You know what? I'm going to tell you, that is an awesome idea because that is raw food.
0: It's very raw. <laughs> it's very raw,
1: you know. And I, I don't see a problem with that. I think, I think it would be a great marriage because people have this sense that you know raw food is just carrots and celery, and it's so much more than that. So right. much more than that, you know. Yeah, I could see that. Goshen, Goshen, Ocean. Those, you know, I love it. I love it. I gotta
0: run uh, that passing. Gotta run that passing again. I, I don't know how. I that, think it's a good idea. I got it I got in a little bit of a, a Facebook argument. Now I was gonna make it a podcast episode, and I probably will. But I got uh-huh. in a Facebook argument because I joined a vegan group on Facebook,
1: uh-huh. and
0: uh-huh. Um, basically they got real mad at me. I was posting about oysters, but from all my knowledge, I thought oysters were vegan. I no, they're, they're not. not. <laughs> it's, it's like little old me just thinking because they don't have a central nervous system that they're they're, they're vegan. And then like, oh man, I got jumped. I got attacked, And I felt bad because I really had offended them just because of my, uh, you know, lack of knowledge.
1: And nobody shows you any grace. Isn't that terrible?
0: You yes, know, vegans are can good. be some
1: of the most <laughs> critical people on the planet. And I and I wanna, you know, be the the one who says enough of being like a food Nazi. I mean that's so ridiculous to you know, condemn one person or another because they don't eat the way you eat. So stupid. Um I will say that oysters are not vegan. But that's okay. That's okay. You know, if it's, if it's, um an animal or anything really that is apart from plant life, it's considered not vegan. Mhm. There we have it.
0: Straight from the... There we have <laughs> it. And, and don't be a
1: food Nazi. Don't be a food Nazi. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, what would you tell someone, uh, Starting out a business. They they got the idea they want to start a business, but just for oh, to a business. make right just for to afraid and make that next step. What would what would you say, uh I guess to edge them on a little bit or what would you tell them to, you know, prep yourself for? You know what? I'm gonna I would
1: tell people start with why. Why do you want to start a business? You know, and if that's strong enough it's That's gonna propel you whether I say something to you or not. A lot of folks get into business strictly to make money. And, and when the going gets tough, that's not even gonna be enough. It's not not gonna be enough. So you have to start with whatever your why is. And, you know, when the hard times come, you'll remember your why and you just keep going. You know? Why we do this is because we feel like your body is a temple, and it deserves the best. You know, life is not easy, and so you really want the vehicle that you're in to be at at top, top speed. You want it to be at its best, you know, to do whatever it is that you're put on this planet to do, whatever you're calling So that's always going to be hindered if you, you know, you can't even get up a flight of stairs or get out of bed or you're constantly sick. You know, how, how effective are you going to be in your calling? So that's, that's our role and that's our why,
0: you know. That's awesome. Know your why.
1: Yeah, you got to know your why.
0: In the meantime, uh, I hope that people are really anticipating your, uh, not your opening. Um, yeah. So, how can people follow you guys and find out, you know, what's going on, where you'll be at, um, the opening, the food that you have. Yeah. Well, so so um,
1: we haven't loaded up our our website yet. It will be IAmGosian. Dot com. But in the meantime, I'm gonna give you my husband's phone number. okay so <laughs> you get to call. Anybody can call to see what we're doing and then he can let you know, but we're at 5105 Baltimore Avenue in Hyattsville in the, uh, in the Arts District. Um oh, and a funny story, I just found out that the area we're in is called So High. S-O-H-Y. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah like Soho, right. but this right. is So High, South Hyattsville. You're probably gonna make shirts, you know?
0: So there you, go. um, you
1: got it. <laughs> so high, yeah. We're in So High at fifty one oh five Baltimore Avenue in Hydeville, Maryland. Um and we're gonna start off Fridays and Saturdays starting the twenty third and we're just looking forward to to welcoming
0: everybody to our space. That's great. So did you want to drop an email instead of a phone number
1: or you know what, I hate email. But I sure okay. I'll give you the email. Um it's goshencatering at
0: gmail.com,
1: goshencatering at gmail.com. All
0: right, and there we have it. Is there anything you want to add, Uh, any final thoughts?
1: I would just say um, happy
0: Valentine's Day to
1: everybody, and love is the only way to go.
0: I love it, and thank you very much. And thank I'll you thank Gardner. You later when I see you.
1: All right, it was awesome. Take care.